0: I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Listen to all over the country, a lot of terrestrial stations that blast Ground Zero out. Out into the cosmos and back into your radio. That's how we do it here. Special hello to KMBZ in Kansas City. A lot of people telling me of how much support we get from them. I really appreciate that. Um, one of the affiliates, we got many. And, uh, but a lot of people have been telling me, hey, KMBZ, guys, it's, just say hello. Okay, hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, all the hard work that uh, goes into setting up radio stations across the country keeping us on the air, Gab and Sun and other groups that are behind us that are giving us this opportunity. And we can't forget Aftermath.fm. Aftermath.fm is our affiliate online along with TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStreamLive.com presents all of the links they can of radio stations that air us so you can hear a feed from the radio. If you want to hear a feed from the radio, go to TalkStreamLive.com. Or if you want a, a nice, clean, from-the-board feed, you go to Aftermath.fm. It's free from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. If by chance you miss a show or if you want to listen to show show in your own time, uh, you set up your own time to listen, you can listen by going to aftermath.media. You just sign up. We have uh, several subscription rates for people for a budget, whatever budget you have, whatever you feel you want to uh, pay to listen to the shows. They're there, and not only the shows that we produce, but the shows that are produced by other well-known podcasters and talk show hosts that are on our our little digital playground. We also have uh, study groups for people like, uh, you know, Bill Cooper and uh, Tracy Twyman, Jim Keith and a few others, Mae Russell You can go there and you can check those out. Um, we're working on getting more for the study group and also a lot of uh, videos, UFO videos, research videos on Bigfoot and, and other uh, stuff, documents that are released by the government. They're in a, we put them in a place where you can find them. So it's just for convenience. You check them out and read them along with books, grimoires, uh, gosh, ancient religious books, some uh, uh, about vampires and werewolves. I mean, everything you want is right there at aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Sign up today, and it helps the show out. We really appreciate all the support. And people, I really love the fact that when you call, you say you're an Aftermath subscriber because it makes me realize that you really do support the show, and I'm very happy about that. Um, It's been a crazy day for news. Uh, but we are, right now, I'll, I'll tell you this, uh, this will be our last day of the week uh, with live shows, at least for two days, because coming up tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and into Sunday, we're going to be doing Contact in the Desert, contactinthedesert.com. This year, it's virtual. Usually, we fly out to California. And we do our presentations out there. I have a full-on presentation about Bracewell Probes, Bracewell Probe Theories. I will be interviewing Avi Loeb, Ralph Blumenthal, and I'll be also interviewing uh, uh, witnesses to the aerial school event that took place in Africa a few years back, and we'll be talking about that UFO sighting there and uh, how it affected uh, these these young girls who are now young women who who live in the United States now. Uh, they were living in Africa at the time of the sighting, but we are very lucky to be interviewing Avi Loeb because Avi just put out, and we'll talk about this tonight, he just put out a, a, a paper for Scientific American that's gotten a lot of attention with regard to Oumuamua and something that he and I discussed on Ground Zero back in February. Uh, January, February, we, we sat down and had an interview with him talking about, I talked about whether or not Oumuamua could have been a Bracewell Sentinel, meaning a, a Sentinel that was looking for sensors on Earth or laying down sensors on Earth so that aliens could do a a recon of the planet. And uh, we talked about the Bracewell probe situation with the Sentinels, where they could put probes easily in near-Earth objects. And since we've been seeing a lot of near-Earth objects, uh, this could mean that perhaps this is one way to tell that we're being spied upon by alien beings. And uh, Avi wrote a paper about this possibility in Scientific American. It went out today, uh, made the Drudge Report, and it's also, uh, there was another uh, the, the Scientific American, there was another one. There was a Science Bite uh, that was on, uh, yeah, it's called uh, uh, Futurism. Futurism.com also uh, put the paper up as well about Omoamua tuning in to what we broadcast, tuning in to what is on this planet. Maybe some things that were left behind are some things that we can pick up from our broadcasts. Um, and and it, it's fascinating because. Uh, you know, it, it it goes with what I'm saying at my presentation at Contact, but I've always, you know, I'm the type of guy that I want to find out how things work. I think a lot of people want to find out how things work. Curiosity and the questions are what fuel my enthusiasm to explore from the simplest questions like how do we build a fire? You know, that was something that I wanted to learn when I was in Boy Scouts, something that primitive man wanted to learn. How do you build a fire? Uh, questions about you know, whether or not the world's going to end, or is it limitless, like the universe? What is our universe? What is out in our universe? Will I find God there? Will I find my creator there? God is God, an omnipotent, unfathomable being, or can I find him by detecting one of the smallest particles in the universe? These are some things that, you know, men have wanted to discover and talk about. We talk about those things on this program, and we've answered a lot of these questions um, with the shows that we've done and, and some of the guests that we've had. But many of these questions are unanswered. Many of these questions are still open questions. We, we've come very, very far. But everything we know now about our world, including the Earth, our solar system, and our galaxy, the universe, et cetera, we know that they're made up of rules. And there are a lot of rules in science, a lot of rules in the universe. In some areas, it, the sky's the limit or not the limit. If you want to be technical, there's no way to even detect the sky beyond our atmosphere. But, uh, you know, if you ask some scientists, they'll say, well, you only know 5% of the whole story with regard to the universe. The universe is a its a piece of unfinished business, which brings us to that UFO report that the Pentagon is supposed to release in the next few days. Now, I, I wanted to i wanted to go on the record here, just so you know, that we have done at least three different shows on what to expect from this UFO report that's going to drop on the 25th. Okay, we've done three shows already. This will be my fourth, all right? And and the reason why is because there's so many new amazing things beyond the report that the report should cover, probably won't. But it's amazing to me that there are other news organizations that are just catching up, and they're doing reports where they ask the question, are we alone? Well, To that question, I say, well, from what I've learned about the report, you won't be getting any definitive answers from that report, or you won't be getting any definitive answers from the Pentagon. It's not like we didn't already speculate, even before we interviewed former intelligence officer Walter Bosley or Donald Schmidt, who worked with J. Allen Hynek on Project Blue Book, that the document that the government is going to drop or that the Pentagon is going to drop will leave us in the lurch. And this is not disclosure. It's not disclosure, but it's a dangling of the cosmic carrot, which they're very good at. And people around the globe, we all know, have spotted and they've seen these unidentified flying objects for hundreds of years. Maybe you go to, back to the Bible, you can talk about that. And for at least the last several decades, here in the United States, we have suspected that the government is hiding what it knows about UFOs even though the effort of the reveal is enough to get some people excited, it's politics now, I believe. Politics has killed the childlike interest we once had in the subject of UFOs. And the transition from a president that put in the fine print of a $2.3 trillion COVID-19 relief bill but we should investigate UFOs To a president that gets annoyed by the UFO question and makes wisecracks about the whole investigation speaks volumes about where we stand with regard to future space endeavors and, of course, how we're going to utilize space force. I, I think people who are not blinded by their political bias would say that the independent investigation by the president and the inspector general for the Department of Defense into the original investigation and the threat assessment again put a gag in place which leaves those who care about the subject matter in limbo. And it appears that the gatekeepers were being investigated by the guard that watches them, and this is why we are dealing with a tepid report from the Pentagon. So the announcement for the inspector general somewhat vaguely stated that they intended, from the very beginning, to determine the extent to which the Department of Defense had taken actions regarding these unidentified aerial phenomena. They issued a memo and the memo said that they, well, they said, well, we may revise the objective as the evaluation proceeds and we will consider suggestions from management for additional revised objectives, meaning we are going to step in and if if there's too much being revealed, we will revise what answers or revise the answers and we'll revise the questions. I mean, the, the decision to reveal anything or to be transparent has been and will be revised because of national security concerns, obviously. Documents, or these documents, in my opinion, were dead on arrival, and so it would be advisable that whatever you read that isn't redacted will have to be scrutinized and studied and debated as the door apparently has been left wide open. The door has been left wide open for the speculation that some of these UFOs are indeed piloted by extraterrestrials. Now, researchers and investigators, for so long, those who have been mocked as conspiracy theorists and worse say that the revelation that the UAP task force has been collecting evidence for the Department of Defense for more than a decade confirms their suspicions, but it also confirms another uh, a number of other suspicions. This is why it's so difficult to assess this report because, again, we are stuck and everybody's gonna say, I told you so, but then somebody else will say, Well, I told you so, and I told it'll all be a big I told you so when it drops on the twenty-fifth. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. That's five zero three-two two five zero eight sixty. I'm Clegg Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts. You must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only 4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's 9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.